Hi, my name is Levon. And my name is David. Welcome to our Weekly Bread, where we listen to the Sunday Gospel readings and learn from God's Word. We're deacons in the Armenian Apostolic Church. In each episode, we'll read the Gospel in English, then have a short discussion reflecting on how to apply God's teachings to our lives. We'll conclude by chanting the Gospel in Armenian, the language of prayer. Today's reading is the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 20, verses 29 through 34. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. So ends the reading. So part one of this reading is pretty simple. Jesus is going for a walk and some people say, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus stops and he says, what do you want me to do for you? The two people respond, we want our sight. And Jesus gives them their sight back. That's the story. That's the miracle. Jesus does healing to those who asked, right? So we know that Jesus is a healer. And he, in this story, heals two physically blind people. But it's not so much about being physically blind. It's more actually about being spiritually blind, which we'll dive into here in a bit. But that's the premise of what we'll be talking about today. Yeah, and one thing I want to tease out is they're asking for for Jesus to give them their sight. Mm -hmm. They aren't just coming and saying, Jesus, we want to see. Jesus, we want to see. Mm -hmm. Right? They call out to him twice Yes, to have mercy on them. Right. You know, speaking of spiritual versus a physical blindness, although maybe they were physically blind, they also knew why Jesus came, right? Mm-hmm. And so here, here are two blind men among the throngs of people saying something very simple, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. And if you're at all familiar with the Armenian church service, we do say that a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> and this is kind of where part of it comes from. This is what things that people have said to Jesus and that have been recorded. So let's dive in a little deeper into the story before we talk about some of the applications. So the emphasis isn't on the fact that Jesus healed two blind people. Rather, it's that he helped two people, Mm -hmm. right, who asked for help. The emphasis isn't on blindness physically, like we talk about, it is a spiritual blindness. Yeah. The point is, they call for Jesus multiple times, like you mm-hmm. said, and that's what we have to do. We have to seek him out in order to connect with him. They also acknowledge that he is the Lord. Yes. And the son of David. And that's something that has a very specific meaning, right? Mm-hmm. Because, 
you know, we learn that the prophecy of the Messiah is the son of David. And we have that whole lineage of the Bible. And we have the whole, yeah, yeah. we have the whole lineage Here's where Jesus' lineage comes from. Right. <laughs> but that lineage is important because people at that time would have been just a few hundred years after, you know, the Messianic prophecies. Mm -hmm. And so to them, this would have almost been like them calling Jesus who he was, right? Yeah. Saying God in human form among us, mm -hmm. but they're using words that the people at that time would have understood to mean that we're talking about the living God being there. Yes. Right. And, and what did they do? They followed him they followed afterwards, him. Yeah. right? Like that's kind of a huge important part here because I don't know about you, but there've been times where I've prayed for certain things to happen in life and they have happened. Yeah. And then I just keep going. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like, oh, thank God, great. But we got to keep following, you know, yeah. we got to keep going. They didn't just follow and just ask. They actually were told by the crowd, get out of here. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, they were told to leave despite having the physical characteristic of blindness. Mm -hmm. They followed Jesus Christ, God incarnate, to ask for his mercy and healing. Quick side note or sub note about blindness. So as Christians... You know, we shouldn't treat blind people differently or think that they need to be healed because of this parable. And that's kind of what happens, sadly. Like, I have friends who are blind and, you know, they're like, I ask them, like, you know, what questions do you get a lot that bother you in your everyday life? They're getting grabbed to cross the street or whatever. It's like, you know, use your words, stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that came up was like, oh, you know, can I pray for you to be healed? And they're like, no, <laughs> it's like, you know, Jesus wants us to treat others how they want to be treated. If I went up to you, Levon, and say, can I pray that you get healed? And you're going to be like, from what? Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It just catches you off guard, yeah. right? Do you think that's because when people pray for someone to be healed, they're treating them like they're defective? Yeah, I think that's, they think that there's something that needs to be cured. Right. But it, I mean... Ironically, we all need to be cured of sin. Yeah. Not the, a physical characteristic. Yeah. You know, it's just part of who we are. Right. And, and we shouldn't say like, oh, you know, I want you to be healed so you're not as ugly. It's like, what What are you saying? Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, uh, you're really late for that one for me. <laughs> you know, I'm just making stuff up here. but <laughs> I've had this face for a really long time, David. <laughs> but so but, yeah. how can we how can we phrase this differently, you know? What do you need? Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help? Yeah. I'm pivoting off this briefly. That's something we should be asking when we serve. Yeah. Like, so when, for example, a story that comes to mind is when I was doing homeless outreach, we not only were giving like food and supplies, kind of like DoorDash, but for those experiencing homelessness, we also asked like, hey, do you know anyone around here who needs help? Or like, what do you need? Like, yeah. tell us what you need need and the surprising answer we got was pet food and I was like pet food and they said yeah I would rather let myself go hungry than my pet dog or cats yeah. you know whatever and it just the humanity of that right yeah like you didn't realize that that was something that people need right. from that community and so next time that was something on our list to bring and so it's asking about what what they need not what your assumption of what they, they need, yeah. right? So just a quick tangent on that, but let's go back 
to the fact that we are all spiritually blind. Yeah. That's the problem. And the one remedy is Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Jesus cures our spiritual blindness, but, you know, he cures our spiritual blindness by, and I'm going to use this maybe the wrong way, but he cures us of our sin. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and really we all have, and, and I'm not, Placing blame on anybody, but everybody has sin in their lives. Oh yes, right. And that's sin, kind of what we have to acknowledge. Right? That's what we have to acknowledge. Yeah. And and really, the sin is what makes us blind. Mm-hmm. Many of us are—I don't want to say obsessed—but our judgment is clouded by the particular sins. You know, and 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 I'm not talking about you know, <laughs> I'm not talking about Al Pacino and the Devil's Advocate here, right? Level yeah. of level of sin, but you know, some of us can be, I mean, I personally, right, can be prideful about certain things. It's something really common to happen at work where I have done a lot of research and spent a lot of time on something where the sin of pride comes in is when I go to present my work to senior management, right? Mm -hmm. They may rip it up, they may ask questions, but whatever it is, you know, like my pride has gotten in the way of me perhaps seeing their questions before they ask them mm-hmm. or asking those questions myself before I got in front of them. Right. I mean, yeah, this happens every day, especially for people in, you know, kind of like knowledge type of work. Right. Because we're all paid for our expertise in some regard. And so most of us have some sense of pride in our work, but that also can extend to blindness in our work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that pride becomes our blindness, where we think that we know not necessarily everything, but more than the people that we're working with. True. Yeah. I mean, I see this every day. So the people ask Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, what they want, mm-hmm. rather than just going up to Jesus and and assuming that he already knew. Yeah. Right? Like, even Jesus said, like, what he probably he already knew what they wanted. Yeah. Because he's God. And he knew that they were blind. <laughs> and yeah. he knew that they were blind. Yeah. But he asked, right? He didn't assume that he wanted the sight to be healed. Yeah. He said, what do you want? What yeah. do you need, right? Right. That's the question we need to be asking, even if we think we know yeah. what the answer is, because it might not be the same thing as we think. And I think this ties in actually very helpfully to, you know, our own prayer practices. Yeah. Because I think that I view a lot of things that were said to Jesus uh, during his life by believers as, you know, the way that we should be addressing Jesus in our prayer practice, mm-hmm. right? So those the those two blind men mm-hmm. had a legitimate like prayer conversation with Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. Because first of all, they acknowledge that he's God, <laughs> so they know that they're talking to God, right? Yes, yes. And and so in the same way that when we pray, right, we know that we're telling God or talking to God when we pray. They were praying to God, and you know the order is like our father, right? So first of all, like acknowledging his dominion over them. Yes. And then asking for his mercy. Mm-hmm. And then like the specific request, right? Which yes. is, you know, please give us sight. Like this is what we need. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that is, that can be like very hard for a lot of us to do. You know, speaking of spiritual blindness, yes. I think a lot of us don't know our blind spots. Mm. And so we think that what we need is like a better job or a better paying job or, you know, like a newer car or whatever it is, right? I think that all of us have spiritual blind blind spots. Mm-hmm. And and I think that only by having this conversation with God in our, a frank conversation with God in our prayers, right? Yeah. Can, can we really kind of overcome that, right? Because while Armenian Orthodoxy is 
very much in a community context. Our faith is very much like community oriented. Our services are community oriented. Service itself is community oriented, right? Mm -hmm. Where you help people, Mm -hmm. but you do it as a community. But at the same time, you know, I'm reminded of so many verses in the Bible where God cares about us individually too, right? Yeah. He knows what we need, right? Mm -hmm. But who are we to like not allow our creator, our God, our Lord, you know, our heavenly father to get to know us, right? Um, And I think that that's something that's really, really, really important. And I like how you said the way, like how the two blind men approach Jesus, because that outline can also be a template for just prayer. Acknowledging the Father, asking for mercy, asking for what it is that you're struggling with. Right. And being grateful for what you already have. I find that I always try to start my prayers personally with gratitude because then it puts everything in perspective from when it comes time for me to ask what I'm struggling with or the question surrounding what I'm hoping God yeah. can help me and achieve or help those around me heal, whatever it is, yeah. whatever the ask is. When you frame everything in sense of gratitude, it helps. And that way of thinking that these that the blind men show to Jesus here reminds me of the well-known phrase in scripture, you know, knock and the door will be open. Yeah. In that verse, there's three parts. It's ask, seek, and find, right? Yeah. Like you can't just go straight to wishing and pretend God yeah. is a genie and that he's going to grant you all these, wish- these wishes because that's not how that works. Yeah. You know, it to hear from God requires persistent action, yeah. not wishful prayers. Um, there's something that you shared with me that I like. You said how God whispers and winks yeah, like God he winks, winks at, at us. us. Yeah, I really like that because that's listening and seeing God yeah. in every day. We, he's not going to be like, okay, my cloud from the Old Testament is going to come back right now so everyone can whip out their iPhones exactly. and film this so I can speak to you. Yeah. It's like, I already gave you everything you need yeah. to communicate with me. And so he's our father. He's a good dad. Yeah. And he's sharing his love with his children. And that's you know, no matter yeah. how old we are, we are still his children. Right. And I think if we follow that template of prayer, know our spiritual blind spots, we get closer to him. I want to talk a little bit more about our prayer practice. Yes. Of course, Jesus teaches the apostles how to pray and he teaches them the Our Father, right? Yeah. The Lord's yeah. Prayer. But there's also something called the Jesus Prayer. And this actually comes mostly from Luke. And the words to it are very simple, right? And they almost exactly mirror what the two blind men said, right? Okay. The words are just, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's it. That's it. And that's that's exactly what the blind men did. And and that's, and I think a lot of the times that's what, that's all we need, right? In the moment. Mm. You know, I I think that that's all we need in the moment to get started, right? I mean, we need to start that conversation. We need to become comfortable with having that conversation like you said earlier about my um and it's actually my very close friend's expression right he calls them god winks yeah we have a hard time listening right Mm -hmm. so i think a lot of times when we pray we're expecting an answer to come in the uh, in a particular form that we're expecting it right and you know i'm i mean i'm going to be honest i have had a miraculous cure in the past i think i might may have told you about it you know, I had, well, benign, but tumors in my, in my right lung. Mm-hmm. I have had moments where literally like a hand forced me to pray. Right. Mm-hmm. And those moments have 
had real consequences in my life. And I don't mean bad consequences. I mean, things ensued from that, from those moments where I felt impressed to pray. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that by praying, by having that conversation, we actually learn how to pay attention to God. Yeah. There's this kind of, uh, expectation, I think from a lot of people that, you know, God's not a genie. He's not a magician, but what God did do is God sent Jesus to be sacrificed in our place so that instead of just when we die, just that's it, Mm. we can live everlasting life in communion with God. That's the purpose of, that was the purpose of him coming to earth, of Jesus coming to earth. It was to restore that communion between man and God. Yes. And all of mankind and God, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody in the whole world. Right. And, and I think that until we start actually having that conversation, it becomes really hard to understand what's going on, to understand. I'm not talking about interpreting signs either. You know, we don't need to be like oracles or soothsayers, Mm -hmm. but we do need to acknowledge that like God works in our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Presently. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every minute. Right. Not just the people who are in the Bible. That's right. Today, now and forever. Exactly. You know, for whatever reason, you know, God put you in my life. Right. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to, question that mm-hmm. right i'm i would say actually that i have gotten i i think that i've gotten to the point where you know i'm starting to learn to accept more of what god puts in my life as what's in my life and and i think that god puts people and things in our lives for many different reasons mm-hmm. right and 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 i think that we really need to listen to what god is saying to us more I agree. and until we start talking to him he needs to hear our voice too It can't be a one-sided conversation. It can't be a one-sided conversation, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, you know, the best way that I can put it is, you know, let's say that you are like a trust fund kid, right? And your parents just keep on sending you money. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you know, Jesus came, died on the cross, and was resurrected for us, right? Mm -hmm. And that's this is the trust fund. And he keeps sending you blessings. And he keeps sending you blessings until you die, right? Yeah. Until you die on this earth. And then there's even, you know, like, more there's even more after that, right? Yeah. Who are we to not even pick up the phone and say thank you? Now Levon will chant today's gospel reading in Armenian. Ant diaran mero Jesus i Christosi, yer Jesus ye virashaget nere yeriko vengelein, med pasmutyun mekanats anor yedeven. Aha, jampun yezerka, yer guguirer nestadzein, yer plesetzin te Jesus kansner, aha, getzinas elov, vor memezi, Jesus taviti vorti, ampoha sastets anons vorleren, iskanonk aveli parsats ein gahagein, yevgesein, der taviti vorti, vorme mezi, Jesus kankarav, ganchets anonku harzuts, inchkuzek voranem cezi, asinanor, Der tohmer achkera patvin, Jesus katalovta baba non sachkerun, Yevan michaves de san, Yevanor ye deven, Katsi.
the Word of God. Oh.